Hello, good morning, good day, God bless you all. You are welcome to another special episode of Marriage Diet. This is your regular host, Festus Flourish Osemuahu, and uh, today is the 20th day in the month of September 2021. You are welcome. God bless you. Thank you for joining us again today. The weekend is over. And of course, you know, we had a very hot topic. I mean, talking about sexuality over the weekend. I, I will encourage you to just um, get on board those video podcasts, those uh, episodes of Saturday and Sunday and just uh, connect with it. You have so much to learn. All right. This is Monday. So we're going to continue. Yeah. We're going to continue from where we stopped on Friday. Those of you that have been following us, um, um, I mean, devotedly, you know, we have been on a topic now, married to neighbor. That's the topic we have been treating for quite some time now. And we're beginning to look at solutions. We're beginning to see try to compare what happened to neighbor and abigail and see how we can also connect with it as 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 it relates to our present day marriages and so please um i I can go through all of those other previous episodes again that would be going back again but you just get back to those episodes in case you haven't listened to these other episodes so that you can be up to date with what we're going to be talking about today but just a, a, a recap just a way of uh, connecting so that we don't uh, miss the lines you remember friday i did say that uh, because of a neighbor's attitude because of the way he had exposed the wife he had actually made the wife vulnerable to external relationship habit the one that could lure her into uh, sexual immorality and and that's what neighbor had done and i did say that there shouldn't be any justification okay uh, it's because of a lot of neighbor husband that some wives are being pushed to this adultery but again we are saying there is no justification don't do it stop it and of course allow the righteousness of god to grow in your heart okay so just get up um, to those uh, um, especially friday's episode you would understand and you'll be up to date okay today we're going to be looking at a very important solution habit extremely in the life of abigail and neighbor let's uh, try to see if there are lessons to learn and how we can integrate it to our present day marital experience so as usual um, we're looking at first samuel chapter number 25 and so we're just taking it um, verse by verse um, those verses where you have key points all right so today we're going to be looking at uh, from verse 36 okay let, let me start from verse 36 remember we took verse 35 on friday where david had accepted abigail you know her personality and and all that but let's look at verse 36 and abigail came to neighbor and behold he had the feast in his house like the feast of a king that's he just lavished his money the same person that they didn't want to help david no so the issue wasn't that he had lack there was no money he just didn't want to he mocked the man of god and god's servant but he the next day he threw a very very expensive feast in his house and that was a direct mockery against god's servant all right um let's let's continue now he said 
Okay, let me take it again. It said, And Abigail came to Nabal, and behold, he had a feast in his house, like the feast of a king. And Nabal's heart was merry within him, for he was very drunk. Wherefore, she told him nothing less or more until the morning light. Look, look at verse 37. But it came to pass in the morning when the wine was gone out of Nabal, his wife, and his wife had told him these things that his heart died within him and he became as a stone. Okay, let, let's just leave it there. That's just what I want to pick out from this. I remember the episode. So Abigail got back home, meant that the husband had um, organized a very, very expensive feast. Um, that, that was mockery, like I said, but uh, that was what he did. Um, Abigail, in her wisdom, realizing that there was really no point sharing what had happened to uh, between herself and David with the husband because apparently in that his drunken state there's no way he will pick any information so she just allowed everything to go on went through the night until the next morning now, let me quickly note this if David had not been stopped if Abigail had not deployed her wisdom you know David would have actually met them in that feast so he would have killed them in that feast in that merriment and this is what a lot of neighbors usually do when they increase in wealth they also increase in festivity and they increase in women merchandise permit me to use that word because that's actually what a lot of neighbors do with more money means more women and they just live that kind of lavish life lousy loud life you know what i mean just wasting money partying, feasting. Today you hear something like, oh, I just went out with my friend. Or I just hung around with my friend. Do you want to stop me? You want to cage me in my home? You don't want me to relate with my friend? I, I just want to have a good time with my friend. You know, because there's money. At a time when there was no money, who cares? I mean, he would not have talked about the fact that he went around with his friend because he had no money. Now there's money he's talking about. He went around with his friend. Festivity party this is what a lot of neighbors usually do they undermine god they relegate the things of god they stop going to church i mean they abuse men of god like you're drinking just water as 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 free as it is they don't care they just go about living their life to the full leg they will tell you oh it's time to enjoy my life i don't care i need to enjoy my life that's what they do but let, let's see what happened so in that festivity, he got drunk and the wife left him till the next morning. So when the light came, the dawn had come the next day. She told the man, she told her husband, Nabal, this was what happened. Those guys you sent back yesterday, those David boys you sent back yesterday, do you know they went to report to their master David and David was on his way coming here. I got a tip off. I went to him with so, 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 and so number of goods and things and all that to appease him. Do you know that was all stop you from being killed yesterday? Because David was already on his way coming. I met David as so, 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 please. I can imagine that was how she reported the whole thing to neighbor. And neighbor who had mocked David earlier, who had said, you know, nowadays people break up, you know, and no longer 
uh, uh, honor their master as if he didn't know what David did for the land of Israel as if he didn't know what David did by killing Goliath whom if not because David killed that Goliath that Goliath would have enslaved the entire nation of Israel including neighbor that means neighbor would not have been able to do his business neighbor would not have been wealthy I mean a man that is in slavery how do you talk about wealth so neighbor would have joined the children of Israel to go into slavery into the Babylon into what we call the Philistines but David had saved them he didn't mind he didn't care he didn't even look at it from that direction so when he heard that David was coming he knew the might of David he knew what David could do a man who could kill a Goliath that man it won't take him any second or any minute to destroy every one of us so he began to imagine what would have happened during that festivity if david had come and the bible said he died let me use the word again he said that his heart died within him so he, he got frozen literally on the inside of him and and, and bible said and he became as a stone that means he was lifeless that means he, he he could imagine the death he would have died in the previous day friends let, let, let's put these cards on the table let's try to relate to this you are out there you have a neighbor husband or you are out there you are a neighbor man to your wife hey there is a time for festivity there's a time for you to throw party and and enjoy yourself there is what we call the day of reckoning oh wow that's what we call i repeat again the day of reckoning it will come you can eat your cake and have it you can do all of this nonsense and think that that day of reckoning will not come it will not, it will come now for a man who grew up in his marriage with his wife they started very well they had nothing but they managed the little they had together nobody outside even knew they had nothing because of their cooperation and their unity and of course this woman you know women usually go to for prayer meetings they go to spiritual centers just to seek help for their finances and the growth of the family and for the children i can imagine this woman at that time was moving from one place to the other fasting for the husband praying for the family praying for the financial breakthrough in the family maybe for a husband who was not even doing a very good job she was praying for him now everything had changed because the man got a better job the man is well paid now with more money what the man should have done was to increase the honor for the wife rather he dishonored the wife threw the wife away and he increased the number of women around with concubines with unofficial wives around because with money he can talk and the wife has no voice anymore now we he has gone about living the life of festivity enjoying himself not knowing where he had been coming from or where he had come from he has gone about enjoying his life now i mean anything money can buy he can buy it he can afford it so who talks around him nobody you talk he will use money to keep you quiet now the wife cannot even talk hey don't forget there is a day of reckoning there is a day where you will pay for every abuse you had abused your wife there is a day where you will pay for every dishonor you have dishonored her there is a day where you will pay for every insult injustice maltreatment 
you have meted out against this woman. You know, God is a God of justice and is very fair in his justice system. You a neighbor, you know, I can't paint issues and I can't even do it in this circumstance because I love you so much in spite of your neighbor attitude. I love you so much and I really want you to change. But in doing so, I will not compromise on the truth to pacify. I'm going to tell you the truth. You don't know what you are digging for yourself. That's why I'm very close to elderly people, people who are aged, or those who have stayed for a very long time in marriage, maybe 70 years and above and thereby. I love to be close to them. You know why? I want to learn the lessons of their lives. Not because not from where they are coming from, but because of but about where they are now at 70 plus. How are they living their lives? What are their experiences? Now, if I see what is going on with them most probably i'll be able to now begin to find out what they did previously because one day i will also get into that range i will also be at 70 with my wife and so i don't want to learn a fresh lesson i would rather learn from other people's experiences unfortunately our neighbors don't do so our neighbors don't think that there is a need to learn from other people look at me who were neighbors, who did not build their marriage and their home very well. At that age, 60, 65, 70, they often become miserable. That's when life starts taking a toll on them. That is when the law of karma starts returning back to them. And of course, the entire family will be in disarray. That is if they won't live long, long enough up to that time. Okay, uh, that's what I'm going to be talking about tomorrow. You know, but hey, apparently the, the, the tragedy, the disaster, the shortcomings that were eventually coming at that time will not be because of the devil, but because of them. Again, unfortunately, this neighbor, because they don't use their brain and their senses, you know, it's like their brain is always between their legs. And of course, because it's between their legs, you know, it's for uh, to catch women. You know what I mean? Otherwise, if they use their brain, they will understand that it's life that is catching up on them. They don't. Even at such time, they're going to argue with you. They're going to tell you it's one witch, it's one wizard. No, friends, it's not. Neighbors sometimes don't even get to 70 before they start getting, you know, um, the repercussion of their actions start taking a toll on them. You know, you, you've done something against your wife this year. Next year can be your year of reckoning. You do, you've done something against your wife, you know, previously, maybe two years. The next two years could be your a, a time of reckoning. And then all of a sudden, God increased your wealth. You increased women. You abandoned the woman. All of a sudden, the business will start pummeling. The career will start having problems. God is trying to pass an information across to this neighbor. But most of the time, the neighbor will be looking at the devil as being responsible for his downfall. And the next thing is going to start accusing the wife. That because the wife has not been cooperating with him, the wife had cost him. No, she didn't cost you. You cost yourself. This is what often happens. In the middle of merriment of life, there comes a time when, when the day of reckoning comes, the heart of the neighbor will froze. The heart, Bible said he, he was frozen like a, of, uh, um, how, how would I put it now? He said, um, okay, let, let me get back to the place again. He said, um, okay, that his heart died within him and he became as a stone, lifeless. And then you see men like that, they become, you know, like a, a vegetable. They, they become sickly. And then it will still be this same woman whom they didn't take care of that will still be there carrying him from one place or to the other. Ah, 
I pray for that Abigail hearing the sound of my voice. The husband you did not enjoy with your youthful age will not become a liability to you in the evening of your life and even in the nearest future of your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Please, that's a prayer point for someone. You married the husband so that you could enjoy him. When he had money, he, you didn't enjoy him. He became a thorn on your flesh. He became your prayer point every day. And then when the life turns around and becomes miserable and the life starts hitting him, you will still be the one that will be carrying him up and down. You will still be the one that will be there, you know, going through the wickedness or whatever, you know, he had done previously. I pray that will not be your portion. In the name of Jesus Christ, you will not use your entire life to suffer for a man all in the name of marriage ah this is a strong prayer point for some persons and i hope you will you will hear me i mean look at your life and this way i expect our neighbor to feel for their wives look at the lives of these women they got married somehow at the age of 28 30 25 now some of them are 45 20 25 years of their lives they've lived it in pain and suffering because of neighbor and neighbor has been having his festivity. Neighbor has been having fun. Neighbor has been having the upper hand. <sighs> so if 25 years of a marriage is already gone in suffering, why will it be that when the judgment starts hitting this man, it will still be the same woman that will be there to start taking care of this man? Ah, that kind of justice is not fair. That is not the kind of justice system God will be bringing to you. It's not fair at all. And that's why I'm appealing to neighbors because you cannot run away from it. Can't you see? Can't you learn? You can eat your cake and have it. God has entrusted the marriage into your hands. No matter how wrong, how bad you think your wife is, the onus is still on you to get things going and to rectify things. Have you ever thought about it? Okay, your wife is evil. Your wife is wicked. Your wife is a witch. I mean, whatever name you call her now, it wasn't like that at the beginning. Have you ever thought about the fact that maybe your actions are the reasons why she has changed? If she was like that at the beginning, I'm sure you would never have married her. If you're a man hearing the sound of my voice, please, I plead with you. Sit down for once. Maybe you have one hour in a day where you just think about your marriage. Ask yourself what went wrong. Was this the woman I married? Now, you think the woman is bad. You ask yourself, were there areas that I also triggered what I'm seeing from my wife? Or these accusations or things I'm accusing her for? Were there areas where I triggered this? Couldn't I have also had been wrong? Look at your life. Be sincere to yourself. And as I said, no matter what your wife has done, the onus is on you to rectify things. Call her into dialogue. Sweetheart, this year is going to be our 20th wedding anniversary. This year is going to be our 10th year wedding anniversary. Can we start all over again? What a wonderful way to change from neighbor into a David. Can we start all over again? I, I might have been wrong. You might have been wrong. But let, let, let's come into a clean slate now. Let's put all of this behind. Drop the neighbor spirit, the pride spirit. You see, neighbor got frozen 
he died with himself in a moment he became humbled because when he realized that he would have died he humbled himself oh it was now too late friend it was too late your neighbor out there don't don't choose to humble yourself when it becomes too late for you do it right now there is no winner of any argument in marriage nobody will give you a trophy for being the meanest and the cruelest of a husband nobody will give you a trophy for hunting your wife and and maltreating her and 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 what have you you know against her until you know she died nobody will give you any trophy but whatever trophy you will get if there is any will be the trophy from your children where they will look up to you one day they will tell you one day say daddy you are the best daddy in the world that's the best trophy we can get from anywhere when your children will look at you and say daddy i learned husbandhood from you i learned being a good father from you thank you i for the way you treated our mother when your children and then of course your children will be telling your grandchildren about what you have done and the way you have treated the mother and their family that is the trophy and if treating your wife your family in a very wonderful way meant that you have to humble yourself i mean that's the prize drop this neighbor spirit because it will catch up with you be wise because god has given us life to try out ourselves we're in the market here we go to market either we go buy or sell whatever we buy in the market when it's time to go you take those things back you are going to be examined you're going to be cross-examined you're going to be responsible to what you bought in the market you can't run away from it Methuselah, the oldest man lived he still died one day one day you will die you will account for these things if not here in the world to come how much more neighbors always get their reward here god always fight for the abigails and ensure that everything that neighbors had done they start receiving their own pan on flesh here yeah. let us be wise you're a neighbor out there forgive your wife even if your wife is the one that had me wrong forgive her let go start all over again and in starting all over again realize that you could have been the reason why your wife had changed and don't always forget that there is that future out there and that future we don't actually know where it's going to take us to you as a neighbor man might not be in that future it could just be your wife and your children at that time or you could push this your wife into an early grave and she might not be there but what happens what will happen to your conscience and ultimately when you stand before the lord what will you say think twice about this there is the just god who is watching you who is going to watch you he will not spare you if you did not spare your wife it is the justice of god and it will come let us be wise wow god bless you let's just hold it here today because time is gone i'm going to continue from here tomorrow watch out from tomorrow's episode is going to be a bomb and i'm sure you will really really completely get the fuller episode and the complete story okay let's go uh whatsapp number is plus two three four eight one zero seven one two six one four eight um if um of course you're having access to this for the first time please can connect with us marriage care truly cares let's go now we'll be back again tomorrow bye